Do I say hi there to that camera? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm Danielle, I work here at Digital 22 and today we're going to be filming the sixth podcast of Trending Upwards. Today I've got Hannah with me who's the new SEO employee, so she's been doing a lot of work on the outreach, so that's what we're going to discuss today. Is it worth link building and is it worth it? Mm-hmm. So where do we begin? There's loads. Subject lines, emails, who to contact. Yeah, there's a lot of things that go into it. I think a lot of people don't realise how much work goes into no. that sort of thing. Mm. Um, you say you're going to contact, send an email to 50 people. It doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah, A lot goes into it, you know, finding the right email address, yeah. making sure the email address works for your client or for yourself, and then, you know, email templates, all of that stuff. A lot of things yeah. go into it that you don't actually realise. And all the personalisation makes a massive difference if you do it well and you use a person's name and you mm. say what you loved about their website, etc. And that takes it, a lot it of time. It can get a response. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it, it does for each email. You have to definitely have to tailor it and you can't just bulk send and expect. Mm. So um, should we start with, like, finding contacts, do you think? Yeah, yeah so... Um, so this is like, I'm completely really new to outreach. I've done PR emails, that sort of stuff before. Um, even PR phone calls, which mm-hmm. has been interesting in the past. <laughs> but yeah, as far as finding contacts, because we use a program called Buzzstream, which is brilliant. I, I really enjoy Buzzstream because you could do these research lists and that's how yeah. you it, you put in your keywords and then it'll bring up articles or pages on, on the internet that will be related. And through that, you can go through the... Uh, the article and then find the contact through that mm. which I think is really good and it also gives you that it usually brings up that article mm. that you can reference in your email which I yeah. think is really good saves like, a lot of time that yeah so like I really enjoyed your top 10 bedroom trends for August you know mm. and then you can go from that and say I really enjoyed number five mm. um which I think is great and then we put it all together on a spreadsheet you can also add it into Buzzstream and do it through that which which does automatic follow-ups as well which I yeah. think is a great thing i have a theory that so Bushstream is brilliant because it organizes us and i have a theory that if you're an organized person you can do outreach because mm. it's a lot of logging your email templates yeah. contacting them looking back what have i offered them have i offered yeah. a guest blog have i offered a they've had a broken link on the website and we've offered them a another blog that's relevant that it can be replaced with and i think if you're not on top of your emails because it's so hard to do and you you don't get hundreds of responses. The mm. ones that you get, you don't want to miss. Oh, definitely. So as long as you're um, kind of on it and responding and really organised, you know where you're up to, mm. I think you can't go wrong. I think that's the biggest factor yeah. I've found anyway. Yeah. One thing I really like in that is that you can put all of your emails together as well. You can yeah. monitor all your separate... If you've got many clients, you can monitor them all separately on their things. But with BuzzStream especially, you can put it all together and you'd be really... Um, on top of it like that but. and it gives us like the open rates how many people have opened it yeah. how many have replied and then we can decide each every time we come to do a client work or link building for digital 22 do we do the same template yes. do we tweak it what are we offering who are we talking to i think every client's tone of voice is really different which makes it interesting mm. and that's another thing with the organization you've got to have like your style guide with yeah. you as well um so you know exactly what words they want to use what they don't what they want to talk about what they don't which is really important for that sort of thing as well it's Um, really important to so some clients have pr agencies as well don't they so it's mm. um making sure we're not duplicating going after the same sites and yeah and even one thing i found with doing outreach recently it's you can have different clients but you might be emailing the same site so you've got to make sure that you 
your email address will be different, but you've got to make sure the structure of your email is different yeah. as well. And like that maybe you'd be offering different content if yeah. you're doing a blog, uh, a guest blog, but people can sense like if the, the subject line's very similar, yeah. they'd know that it's not. It is good to start you know. over each time, I think. Yeah. I or think have so. very separate templates for the clients that have worked. Mm. So I think that's another good point. Not every niche will, it won't be easy to get links in any mm. sort of niche. I think we've had really um, hard ones like cryptocurrency. There's a mm. lot of spam that you wouldn't want to go for, but. Um, or even like within cryptocurrency, there are very specific areas yeah. that, that you wouldn't necessarily like a lot of websites news websites do a lot of general stuff but it might mm. not be applicable to your client yeah yeah um no that's very true and i think some of the easier lifestyle ones sometimes aren't that easy yeah because and they want so payment many. and it's it's yeah. a different sort of competition so it's yeah. like learning each client and what works for them mm. um the great thing is that once you know like a certain website will take guest blogs and they don't charge you for it then you mm. can have them as just be like in your golden contacts list yeah and they'd be great for any client well as long as they're applicable yeah as long as it's the right niche yeah. um great what's the next point we've got um i was going to talk about like the cold link building side of it so that yeah. was along with the emails the email templates when i first started um my original first emails were here's what our company is um here's what we do why don't you check out one of our blogs sort of yeah thing, which can be great for relationship building um, but some people respond, you know, like, I'm not interested in this, that, mm. you know, you really want to make sure it's, you're offering them something. Mm. Um, and that's even with the subject lines, you want to make sure that they know what they're getting. Yeah. So you start with, I loved your article, which can work if you're trying to do, I really liked, you know, I really liked your article. It was great. That's it. And then that's, you yeah. email them again and that's step one of a relationship mm. building tactic. Um, but I like to do some content to go on and then the name of the website because yeah. I feel like that gives them they know what they want it's not they know it's not like a marketing email yeah I'm actually helping them out there and then they're helping me out by publishing it mm. so it's good to share our blog as well so they can see the style of writing and the topics you're yeah. covering you're not just a random just like hi I want to write that you yeah. do it weekly and it's put live and you're getting comments and likes on mm. social so that's really good to do yeah it's quite scary I think when you first start outreaching because oh, you're emailing people and you're like oh my god what are they gonna say like <laughs> are they gonna kick off because I'm like spamming them but I think if you offer them something valuable whether it's a piece of content or a quote like a helper reporter out request or mm -hmm. anything like that that's beneficial to them saves them time and it's good quality that's how you've got to think of it not just like I'm just pestering someone which yeah. it, it can be that if it's not a great and outreach it, email I suppose and if it's a big site we'll get hundreds of them a day this so you've got to it. make sure it stands out and it's not you know very general very um, true yeah because they'll get a lot of that stuff um yeah so part of like the cold out cold outreach I've seen on a lot of SEO trends is it's, it is generally dying out yeah because people are more into relationship building and partnerships yeah. and it just sort of depends on the area I suppose because yeah. if you're trying to get as many links as possible it's difficult to maintain so many relationships with all these sites yeah um so i think that's a very much a it's not a month-to-month -month thing it's you've got to work yeah. at that you might not get the link straight away but it's a relationship builder that could help in the future i always think it's better to get less links but that are better yeah so that if, if a relationship building sort of scenario i'd rather that than just like an easy link that mm. isn't really that valuable but I think each niche is different and you mm. as long as you think in is it like a natural type of link would yeah. it 
if you saw it in a back, if we were looking at a competitor's bank link profile and we saw it, would it stand out like a sore thumb because it's not relevant? Or yeah. is it the right industry, it's helpful, it's answering someone's question or it's listed somewhere that's helpful or it's an article that's helpful? I think you can't go wrong as long as you're thinking mm. like, is it worth doing this or am I wasting my time? If I'm yeah. just doing it for the link, it's probably a waste of time. But if it's going to help someone who's Googling or mm. looking for a certain service in a listing... You're going to reach people that maybe wouldn't have found your site. Yeah, absolutely. And then you think of it from the, the journalist perspective. If you've, you've sent them something that you think is valuable, but maybe they're not mm. that interested in, they'll remember mm. you know, that you've sent that over and maybe next time they'll yeah. be interested in what you send over. Yeah. It just depends, I guess. Uh, as long as you're targeting the right people. There's no point doing 50 outreach contacts and it not being relevant. No. Because you'll get nothing back. No. Um, and I'm very, I'm nervous of when people email and say, oh, can we have a link on your blog? And mm. we'll give you one. Because I'm like, we don't, you're not a partner. We don't use yeah. you. It's just like an exchange of a link. It's not natural. Like, yeah. It feels like forced. And I'd rather just stay away from that. Unless it's a genuine relationship. I think mm. that's fine. But I, think, I avoid those sort of tactics. Yeah. They're... They're not the best for a, an ongoing strategy, I don't think. No. Um, speaking of like natural links as well, we were looking more into PR side of things, aren't we? Yeah. Um, which would be interesting, especially if you've got you know big clients that are doing a lot of different things or um, sending press releases, you might not always get a link from that, but then mm. they'll know your name, they'll, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. I think that's really helpful and that will create a natural link that mm. that works very well. There's a lot of things that happen in a, in a company with their culture that is link worthy in a way so it might be staff retention or they're opening a new office up but I think local people would want to hear that and it'd be easy to recruit and etc so it's not always even about the link it's like the brand building yeah in the local area I think is good um and that goes into the relationship building of yeah you're building relationships with local journalists local outlets and that helps a lot and you've got your bank of people there so every time you you announce something you know you kind of guaranteed to get a link mm. so that's a really good position to be in and it's great just for the business to show that you're invested in the local community that yeah. sort of stuff as well which yeah is always great for brand recognition yeah. and because i always say when i'm going through the um, backlink profile you some links you can't mirror if they've done yeah. work with charity you if you haven't you can't mirror it but are you missing out on things that you are doing internally you're just not thinking of it because yeah. it might be hr who are in charge of it and they're setting stuff up for mm. us and then are we not turn it into links when we could yeah it, it's absolutely. definitely link worthy stuff so you're focusing on like other stuff when you should be focusing on, yeah the various it's right under your nose really yeah. but we're always like creating people to contact yeah you can build your list and you think let's do this let's do that when actually we've got a new site in Can- we've got a new um company in canada or we're opening london that could open up for so many links whether yeah, it's absolutely. listings or pr stuff Mm, definitely um it should bring loads of new clients so we've got to find where those clients sit in those different areas yeah. so and what they're reading and yeah you know the websites that they visit yeah mm. and go there um was it i could talk a little bit about like the guest blog side of things that's sort of my background is in journalism so i have a lot of yeah. um experience in writing blogs and things like that and mm. obviously get a certain amount of time um and certain outlets do it differently to get the, the link in a lot of them do don't do the do follow links mm. you know yeah. which there are still good links but they're not exactly what you want <laughs> sometimes mm. yeah um and some of them come back 
with outlines that they want you specifically to write against yeah. or they want you to go on a different angle that maybe your your client doesn't or you don't want to write it like that mm. so it's i think you have to be aware of especially like editorial guidelines of certain yeah. websites and and coming up with these ideas because you don't want to just replicate exactly no. what's on your your website yeah um, and you want it to benefit both sides so you want it that website is being written on you want to write for their readers yeah. so it's valuable but you also got to consider your client and what they're comfortable with um no but I think we often share it on social media once it goes live we try mm-hmm. and like I suppose thank them in a way obviously we don't we don't pay for links it's against google guidelines but we try and share it on mm. our social media or the clients depending who's got the link and so they put are it in a newsletter more. send it out so that they're, we're both pushing it from two different companies in a way to give it the best chance of doing well. And that is that reciprocal yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not just, can I have a link? Yeah. You, you'll you have one in mind, you know. Yeah. And it looks natural again, and that's a great thing for... And we want to be the authority in that niche, so we want to have mm. all these blogs in, in the right places so people see it and remember us and or the client and think of them for the products that they're selling. So yeah, it's absolutely. a step closer to that. It looks good on the client's social media or our social media. It's valuable content. Mm. So, yeah, it's definitely a win-win. I think it's not always easy to get guest blogs, so we do a bit of everything, don't we? Yeah. We try and look at what opportunities are there. You're um, very lucky if you managed to find a brand mention that hasn't been linked or yeah. you know a lost link you know those those can be pretty quick yeah. easy yeah, yeah. you know outreach to do but i feel mm-hmm. like a lot of effort goes into the the guest blogs and the you yeah. know the offering things like even just tarot requests like yeah. writing cl- like quotes if you have to go back to the client it could take a little bit longer you know mm-hmm. to get approval for that i mean they are a lot easier than writing guest blogs but they're yeah I mean, and even then, they're few and far between that it might be relevant. So it's working from that as well. It's all sort of a chance with mm. that. There's a few things, isn't there, that you can do as a quick win. Like we always say, have you got a partner list? If we start working with someone, mm. can we contact them? Or are you happy to contact them and ask for a link in this position? Because mm. um, it's a natural relationship, but that's one month. So that's one yeah. list. And then, like you say, you have some quicker things you can look at the back links mm. and of the competitors and if you're behind try and get to speed with that any valuable ones anyway you wouldn't mm. want to mirror the spam but um that doesn't work forever but guest blogging i suppose the negative side is the time yeah it takes a lot of time to come to an agreement with titles and guidelines and word count and then write it and get it signed off and then mm. probably a few amends and putting and even, it live and even just the research at the beginning of yeah. getting to know that because you've got to be the, the expert yeah and if it's, it's not an easy job and if it's not if it's a client that you're not particularly uh, involved in or haven't read a lot of their stuff you're gonna have to do a lot of reading yeah at that point so yeah it is time consuming but it does work and it's hard thing. I always think it's hard to mirror because a lot of people can't be bothered mm. or they don't want to or I th- even think with the harrow like some people are really on it but there's a lot of people that aren't mm. and they're just like they need it on the day you've got to be quick yeah. you've got to stop what you're doing and get it in and some people won't drop everything which I can understand but I think it pays off if you do yeah I think it does as um, well so yeah, it's um, it's just constantly jigging what we do and doing some of the quicker wins when we're doing guest blogs so that we are getting links. But mm. um, and just I like to just think of it every month 
how am I going to start? How am I going to do it different? What did I learn last month? Or if I speak to you, if you did it last month, yeah. what did you learn? What templates worked? And just trying to tweak it every time it is. to it's get all, it better. It's all experimenting with it, isn't it? And seeing what people respond to. It's tricky when you get a new client because you, you don't know what the niche is. You're mm. like, oh, I want to hit this goal, but actually I don't know if it's that sort of area. So, yeah. It's like the travel, they always want pay. They always mm. want payment, which obviously we don't do. And they all give different issues in a way. Yeah, Um And that's a good thing to mention, actually. We have the link log, don't we, that we, we fill out and we check how much is the client paying, how many links have they got, and then we have, like, a cost per link, we say, for mm-hmm. to £500, like, we're comfortable with, but we wouldn't just keep doing outreach if they weren't getting anything back. Yeah. So we'd switch tactics if it wasn't going well. So we constantly monitor it, and we might change to doing tech or on-site or website stuff mm. if we thought the money was better spent there. Because, like I said, you, you can't guarantee it for every industry. You really can't, no. It can be so niche that... Maybe there are only a few news websites or mm. websites that would actually be relevant to that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I have actually been amazed by the amount of, I know the internet's big, but <laughs> like when you search for like retail, like security or something yeah. like that, you don't realise how much, how It's many hard to run out, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's really like hard. Ones that I'd never, never in a million years would have heard about before. Mm. But, you know, you find them and you can yeah. pitch them sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but it's, it's amazing how much is actually out there when you do the research it's probably quite good to talk about like how we get our ideas of what titles we're going to do because we've done loads of guest blogs recently haven't we, we we've have. won quite a lot so when it's me i kind of look what the uh, blogs the client has on the website and what they're focusing on that quarter mm-hmm. and i'd look for similar sites to contact yeah um that you'd want to kind of mirror their own strategy, but off off site, so to mm. speak, on other websites to kind of strengthen it and send the links back to the theme that yeah. they're or the keyword it, it's probably going to be. I actually found recently I was uh, looking at case studies that a client had done, mm. and if you look into them and what they did, you can you might be able to come up with some ideas yeah. of an article of like, oh well, that worked for that client yeah. that they had, so let me write about it mm. and not necessarily reference that that case study but to write around it and say how it works and yeah you know I think that's a good example and you get you know it works then even if you don't know the client as well as you think you, you, you might yeah. or you think you should you have this case study to back up what you're saying yeah I and I always look at the tags on the blog because that's a really yeah. easy way of seeing the four offerings they have yeah and what they've written about it so what angles they're trying to do I think that's great. Um, even looking on the social media or seeing how they describe themselves, you yeah. can pick up words and it sends you off on a completely different path when you're looking at websites because yeah. some of the terminology I might not naturally use, but if I see they've used it, mm. I can do search around that and get a completely different list of websites that's relevant. So yeah. it's kind of going off on loads of tangents, I always think. Yeah, And think kind so. of seeing the quality of the sites that come back. Mm. Um I mean, the quality of sites is, is another point as well because um, you have ones that aren't secure or, but yeah. they, they might have an amazing like domain authority or something yeah. like that. Um, and you've really got to use the human element to work yeah. out which ones are worth it. It's not just about the DA, is it? No, that's the one thing, obviously, we were speaking about this yeah. in the team. So one thing I've found recently is mm. they could they could be the most, like, the highest domain possible, but maybe it's not relevant, maybe it's yeah. not natural. 
maybe they're just not I always think a lot of there's a few high DAs but they've got loads of ads and I think it's no it just looks crap so you just I'd rather not there's ones that look like they were built in like 1999 that's it um yeah and like you're thinking who's actually reading this yeah um and even then you could get ones like that and they charge Mm. for you to even post anything on it yeah um we obviously do a lot of QCing of our sites and sense checking of things because you don't want to waste a slot if you can mm. find a better website or exactly yeah. Um, sometimes you, you might notice they've not been updated for a year, so there's no point in contacting them or, mm. like you said, not secure or. You've got to make sure they're really worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's the point in contacting yeah. them otherwise? Yeah. yeah. I think it's often thought that contacting people, I don't know what you think about it, but you know when you contact people on the contact us page, mm. like a lot of people just think it's not worth it and they never get back to you. Mm. I've had a few good ones get back to me, but I, I know what they mean. I don't think it's yeah. as checked as a it's you still, know, first name, second name, email address. You know yeah. you're getting a real person. Because you know it still goes to an email address. It's just sometimes Is it monitored? Get, yeah, is it monitored? Sometimes you get... um an email back saying this is no longer monitored email this place so yeah that's useful yeah um they'll redirect you to somebody else which i think could be good uh, that's a good, good thing, thing when people are out of office and it bounces back i always contact the person because mm. I, I always think like they might think i knew the original person I was yeah trying, and they're just like oh hi i'm trying to get hold of jacob or whoever yeah and then they might come back to me because they're covering him so they're like oh i need to respond to this yeah. person like it doesn't always work like but occasionally or someone's left the business and you're like oh I was speaking with him we were going to write a guest blog just sometimes you can build mm. another relationship even if someone's left the company or whatnot so I always I'd go like above and beyond and try and mm, I wouldn't absolutely. ignore a bounce back I'd try and like get to someone yeah you never absolutely. know it's so hard to get a response isn't it and it get a, get any sort of link so I'm like clutching onto anything <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. inbox <laughs> and it works yeah <laughs> seems to have worked so far so. yeah uh, that was the SEO trending upwards uh, episode, my very first episode, which I'm very excited. Well to done, it was good. Happy about flowed Yay. naturally. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, good for the future as well. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for watching. Uh, we've really enjoyed this, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>